ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. Here is your host, Mike Dendero. Are you ready? Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Dendero, and this is episode 324. We have a super stack show for you because the wrestling world is in a frenzy with all the crazy news coming out of every promotion, it seems. We won't talk all about that, but first... Shout out to all my Wrestling DeLorean passengers from all over the world. Make sure you follow on Instagram at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. Follow on TikTok at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. Follow on X at W underscore DeLorean Pod. Like I said, we have a lot to talk about, so let's start this motherfucker right now. Thank you for allowing me into your Saturday routine like you do every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday here on the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. The reason why this show is on a Saturday as opposed to the typical Friday is because I made a special surprise return yesterday to the Circle of Debate. Shout out to all the homies from the Circle of Debate. Shout out to the homies from Floor Slapper Sports, especially my homie Tim King. Shout out to all the homies from Top Rope Wrestling Talk, all three of my familias. We're talking about Dom. Wendy, we're talking about big, high-class Bruce. I love you all. It was a blast last night. Shout out to Gonzalo all the way out in Chile. I appreciate you all. Thank you so much for having me. It felt so good to be back with the family last night. If you don't already, make sure you follow the Circle of Debate and check out episode 180 last night live on YouTube. We talk a lot about what we're going to be talking about here today on the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. And that is, I'm going to talk all about this press conference that took place on Thursday where The Rock slapped the taste out of Cody Rhodes, and we now officially have a main event for WrestleMania. We also are going to be talking about the news that came out earlier in the week where Scott Demore was fired from TNA Wrestling, and that shit pissed me off. We're also going to be talking about the news that broke on AEW Dynamite this past Wednesday that they will be going to the TD Gardens in Boston for a very special episode of Dynamite called... Big business with many implications of a huge star to come. We're going to be talking all about that and a lot more. But first, shout out to my sponsors at Manscaped.com. If you don't already, make sure you get all your male grooming needs at Manscaped.com for 20% off when you put in the promo code DeLorean, capital D-E-L-O-R-E-A-N. Shout out to Manscaped.com. I get the Manscaped products all the time. You know what I mean? I love the body wash. I love the lip balm, but I got to, got to, got to give compliments to the chef when it comes to the lawnmower, when it comes to the weed whacker, when it comes to all their products, manscaped.com got everything you need. So make sure you go to Manscaped and get 20% off site wide. A lot to talk about. Where do we start? Let's talk about the WWE WrestleMania 40 kickoff press conference. Um, I thought that this was brilliant. I loved every moment of this. Uh, We talked about it on the Circle Debate last night. I love the fact that this felt like a real sports press conference. It felt like a press conference that you would see in the UFC. And everything that went down, everything that took place during this press conference felt so real. It felt good. It felt like... We're going to get some exciting television leading into WrestleMania. Um, you know, we, we, we got other people on the show that was on the press conference. We had Becky Lynch. We had Rhea Ripley. We had Bianca Belair. But what left everybody talking was the final half hour of the press conference where 
Seth Rollins comes out. Seth Rollins is talking about how he's a visionary, he's a revolutionary, he's the architect, he's Seth freaking Rollins, and he is, you know, talking about how he will go into WrestleMania as champion, blah, 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 and then out comes, he calls out Cody Rhodes, but out comes Roman Reigns, and Roman Reigns, he, he jokes on Seth Rollins, he calls him uh, the B champion, says that he's wearing his wife's clothes, and they just go back and forth, blah, blah, blah. Out comes, well, then then Roman Reigns says that he made his decision. Roman Reigns being the longest reigning WWE champion, he's going to be the one to make the decision on who he faces at WrestleMania. And he says that he decides that he wants to go against The Rock. Out comes The Rock. The Rock comes out, and the crowd is booing The Rock out of the building. The Rock is getting booed. Rocky sucks chance. We want Cody chance. And The Rock looks like he's trying to ignore it at first. He continues going on about, you know, finally, The Rock has... And then the crowd doesn't want to hear shit. The crowd doesn't want to hear The Rock say the same old stuff. And then The Rock kind of plays into it and says to the media, I would like to introduce you to the Cody Crybabies. Earlier on in the day, The Rock was on the Pat McAfee show where he said that there's a big difference between Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes fans, and then you got the Cody Rhodes crybabies who are crying about Cody Rhodes not being able to finish the story at WrestleMania. So, Rock is playing into that a little bit. He's, he's sounding a little bit like a heel when he comes at the crowd saying that they're the Cody crybabies. He says that he, too, will face Roman Reigns in the biggest main event in WrestleMania history. He says, and he shows a huge family tree on the big screen, saying that no matter what, you're going to have to respect this. And it was a family tree of every member of the legendary Anawai family, including Jacob Fatu. Don't forget that we saw Jacob Fatu's name on there. But every member of that legendary family was on that family tree. And at the end, The Rock said that there is only one true royal wrestling family. This leads to Cody Rhodes coming out and saying that this is bullshit. He said, listen, Roman Reigns, you do not get to pick the main event of WrestleMania because he won the Royal Rumble, therefore he gets to pick the main event of WrestleMania. And after all the speculation, after all the angry tweets, after the hashtag we want Cody trending for 72 hours, after the rock on Pat McAfee, after everything, Cody Rhodes says, I decide that at WrestleMania 40, I want you, Roman. I want that title. I changed my mind. I want you. He says, you come out here and you call yourself the tribal chief. So he said, if the high chief Peter Mayavia was here, if your ancestors were here, Roman, they will be ashamed of you. Which leads to The Rock getting in Cody's face and says, let me make something clear. When you talk about his family, you talk about my family. When you talk about his blood, you talk about my blood. When you talk about his ancestors, you talk about 
my ancestors. And then he proceeded to slap the taste out of Cody Rhodes' mouth. Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins seem to have a big pull apart with the Rock and Roman Reigns. All hell is breaking loose. Shit is crazy. It's going down. The officials are pulling them apart. This is absolute bananas. After everyone is pulled apart, Seth Rollins is walking to the back, and he was like, fuck off to The Rock. Then we got The Rock backstage talking to Triple H in what felt like such a real moment. Triple H is saying, you're, you're out of line, Rock. And The Rock said, I'm not out of line. Keep talking shit about my family. See what happens. Keep talking shit about my family. See what happens. And then he says, I'll slap the fucking teeth out your throat. This felt so fucking real. This felt so real. This felt like must-watch television. And right now, the road to WrestleMania is going to be a fun one because I have no clue what they're going to do. Where does The Rock fit in to Cody versus Roman? Where does Seth Rollins fit into this whole thing? Because we saw Seth Rollins get face-to-face with The Rock. Where does Cody Rhodes go here from here? Is Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns going to be a three-way with The Rock? Is The Rock a special guest referee? It's going to be so interesting to see what they do here. I would love if we see Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins versus The Rock and Roman Reigns maybe at the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view because it was announced on SmackDown last night that Seth Rollins will be defending that WWE World Heavyweight Champion against the winner of the Elimination Chamber matchup. But this has me fully intrigued. The wrestling world and the mainstream media world is all talking about what The Rock is doing here in the WWE. On Friday morning, the morning after this press conference, I had people who were contacting me, people who I know who are not wrestling fans, saying, hey, I heard about what happened last night at the press conference. What's going on with The Rock? And that's exactly what needs to happen. Having somebody like The Rock get disinvolved for the first time in many years it's definitely their way of getting mainstream media attention, and I, I just loved everything that I saw this past Thursday at the kickoff show. Really good shit. I'm very intrigued. I'm, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know where you go from here. I definitely know that you're going to be getting Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes in the main event of WrestleMania night two, but where does The Rock fit into this? Because we know The Rock is prepping to compete at WrestleMania. Is this going to be a three-way match? What's going to happen? We will find out in due time. Ladies and gentlemen, when we come back from this commercial break, we're going to be talking all about the firing of Scott Demore. So stay tuned, y'all. A lot to talk about. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Let's talk about other news that broke in the wrestling world this past week. It was announced that Scott Demore was fired from TNA Wrestling by Anthem Sports. And I am absolutely livid at this. I am absolutely out of my mind when it comes to this story. Because how the fuck, how the fuck do you fire the goddamn guy that's brought TNA back to relevancy? How do you fire the guy who has more passion about this damn company than anybody else. Let me tell you something. I said it on Circle Debate last night. I'm going to say it here. Go all the way back 
to Bound for Glory 2023 when it was announced that Impact Wrestling was going to be rechristened TNA once again. Remember the promo where Scott D'Amour was in the ring and Scott D'Amour was talking about how TNA will never go away. Those three letters will be around forever. TNA is back. Remember that promo, the passion in his voice, the rallying cries of the crowd. The guy loves TNA. This guy gave his heart and soul to TNA and became the heart and soul of TNA. Let me tell you something. So many people on that roster... They owe everything to Scott Demore, And that's not me saying that. That's them saying that. There's quotes by the TNA World Heavyweight Champion, Moose, where he says that without Scott Demore, there is no Moose. Same thing was said from Jordan Grace. The Motor City Machine Guns. So many, so many people. This guy was a guy who partnered with TNA, TNA and uh, AEW just to... Get TNA back on the mainstream levels. I mean, I am perplexed. Perplexed. I am absolutely baffled. I'm absolutely shocked. I'm absolutely freaking flabbergasted. I don't know the words. I'm just so pissed off. I I don't know why this would happen. Let me tell you why I think this happened. You know, there were stories that Scott Demore was planning on buying TNA from Anthem and running it independently. There was stories that Scott Demore was asking Anthem for a little bit of a higher budget so they could continue to grow. And when I heard that, that's why he got fired. I was baffled because I was like, wouldn't you want your company that you own To continue to grow. Why do you want to pigeonhole them? Why do you want to put them in a box? When you can have a flourishing, successful, profitable wrestling company on your hands. I don't know why you would want to close the door on that. I think the reason why Anthem fires Scott Demore is not to... Continue TNA. I think Anthem sees TNA as a viable product that has a lineage and history with a very strong, deep video library. A video library that is already partnered up with the WWE's parent company, Endeavor, I personally think that Anthem fired Scott Demore, so Scott Demore does not get in the way of them possibly trying to sell TNA to the WWE. I think Anthem is trying to wrap TNA in a nice little package and give them to the WWE. And I think that because of the signs. I mean, TNA is already working with the WWE. They have, well, not working, but they have a partnership with the WWE. We've seen Jordan Grace and the TNA Knockouts champion at the Royal Rumble. We know that there's uh, some sort of deal with Endeavor and TNA Plus for the streaming service. I think that if Scott Demore was still with TNA, Scott Demore blocks any transactions with the WWE 
when it comes to a purchase. I think Scott DeMore is more happy with a partnership with the WWE as opposed to WWE flat-out purchasing TNA. So if Anthem indeed wants to sell TNA to the WWE or to anybody, then maybe Anthem felt that to get a seamless purchase transaction, we have to remove Scott DeMore from the picture. If WWE buys TNA, I don't see TNA continuing to run their shows. I see TNA closing up the doors and the WWE putting the TNA's vast history video library on the Peacock. I don't see WWE continuing to run TNA. If, you know, I see other people saying Tony Khan might be interested in buying TNA. If Tony Khan buys TNA... That shit's going to have the same fate as the current Ring of Honor, which is a whole nother podcast because I think the current Ring of Honor is absolutely a piece of shit. And that's coming from somebody who was a diehard Ring of Honor fan for decades. But fuck the current Ring of Honor, a.k.a. AEW Dark. I don't foresee Anthem running TNA for too long. I say within the next year or so, they try to sell the company to the WWE. Ladies and gentlemen, when we come back from this commercial break, we're going to be talking about other news that came out from this week, and that is the possible signing of Mercedes Monet to AE. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. It was announced on this past Wednesday's episode of AEW Dynamite as Tony Khan's special announcement that AEW is going to be returning back to Boston when they go to the TD Gardens on March 13th. And they're going to be calling the show Big Business. Big Business. They had a whole graphic and logo where on the side it said Boss. B-O-S-S-T-O-N with the money signs as the S's. And I think that it is clear that they're trying to redo what they did with AEW Rampage The First Dance, where we'll keep it obvious, but not flat out tell you that CM Punk is coming. I think that they're obviously trying to show that it's obvious that the former Sasha Banks, Mercedes Monet, has signed with AEW and will be showing up on March 13th in Boston, her hometown, for AEW Big Business. Do you think that this is a good move for Mercedes? I personally think that Mercedes is going to have some freedom here with AEW. She's already walking in as probably the biggest star that they have on the women's division. And I think that she is, quite frankly, one of the best women's wrestlers in the world. So that is a big pickup from AEW. First of all, on that note, all those people who are saying, well, she's not a draw, all you WWE fanboys, fuck you. Mercedes Monet is a motherfucking draw. Sasha Banks is one of the greatest women's wrestlers in WWE history. Sasha Banks is mainstream with the Mandalorian on Disney plus Sasha Banks has done it all for you to say. She's not a draw 
Yes, you wanted her back in the WWE. If she returns to WWE, you sure you all will be like, oh my God, she's back in the WWE. She's the greatest of all time. It's blah, 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 blah. Shut up. Every time somebody leaves the WWE and goes elsewhere, it's like, oh, well, they're not that important anyway. I've literally seen tweets and texts from people who, who when Adam Copeland debuted in AEW, say, oh, well, he was never really a big star in the WWE. Fuck you. You're talking about former 10-time champion in the WWE. He was never a star? Kiss my ass. Anyway, I'm not talking to those fucking tribalistic fucks who, and I, don't, don't get me wrong, there's a lot more tribalism on the AEW side. I hate tribalism in wrestling. It is stupid. It is dumb. But anyway, I'm talking to real fans. I think that Mercedes Monet going to AEW is a big, big pickup. Anybody, any roster, any company who sees Mercedes on the free agent market and doesn't go after her is a dumbass company because that is, quite frankly, the biggest star in women's wrestling outside of the WWE right now. I think with AEW, she's going to be able to still do New Japan shots, shots with stardom, and I, I'm sure she's going to be able to take time away to still do things with like the Mandalorian. So I think that this is a great move for her. It's fresh, it's new, it's something different for her, and I'm excited to see what they do with Mercedes Monet over in AEW. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining today. We had a big, big episode where there was a lot of news. I know today was supposed to be a Passengers Pick episode. We're going to hold off on that. I'm going to be talking about that show on Monday where you guys chose SummerSlam 2002 as the Passengers Pick Show. So we'll talk all about that and a whole lot more on Monday. Have a great weekend. And by the way, enjoy the Super Bowl. It should be a hell of a game with the 49ers going against the Kansas City Chiefs. Who do you got? I personally got the Chiefs. But we'll see what happens. We may may even talk about some football over on Monday here on the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. So that is it. Make sure you follow on Instagram at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. Follow on TikTok at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. Follow on Twitter at W underscore DeLorean Pod. Stay safe. Stay strong. Stay positive. One love. Peace out. I'll catch you on Monday here on the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast.